Hello? Football on ESPN 1000. Hello, Bert. Albert Breer. Hey, Bert. Senior NFL writer for SI.com joins Captain J. Hood. Bert's it. What? You're it, Bert. On ESPN 1000. Well, what do you mean I'm it? We well, see, that's the game. I just tagged you, and you're it until you tag somebody else. Albert Breer. No, no, I'm not playing a game. I'm reading, Ernie, and I'm not it. Okay. On Chicago's Home for Sports. But Bert is it. Good morning and welcome into the Cap and J Hood Morning Show here on ESPN 1000 and also we're streaming on the ESPN Chicago app along with David Kaplan, Jonathan Hood with you. It's Super Bowl week and we're so glad that you're with us here on this Tuesday morning. It's an Albert Breer Tuesday and he's on the CarX hotline. Rattle, rattle, thunder, clatter, boom, boom, boom. Albert Breer from SI.com, a Monday morning quarterback with us here on Cap and J Hood at 802 uh, Mountain Time. Albert, how are you? Right, yeah. So I feel like Mountain <laughs> Time is the lost time zone, and that put me in a, like a little bit of a weird spot this morning where I may or may not have double scheduled myself without knowing it. Because, oh. yeah, well, so like, here's the problem, right? Like, so, and I'm, I'm sitting on the set of like Dan Patrick's show, and my phone's buzzing in my pocket, and I'm like, holy shit, did I fuck up? Did I mess up the time Ooh, zones? watch it now. And, <laughs> yeah, did I mess up the time zones? And so, like, then I'm doing it in my head. I'm like, okay, so I'm in mountain time, and normally I'd be doing this in eastern time, and they're in central time, and yeah, so I just... Uh, I, my excuse is is that I am in the forgotten time zone, and that was why I. It's true though, isn't it? Like no it one is. ever thinks of Mountain Time, right? Correct. Like there's there's like like I think Denver's the only major city that's all, like all in Mountain Time, right? Yes. And then like Phoenix is like half in, half out, right? So that's a good excuse, I think. It is, especially Phoenix, because I think it changes, right, Cap? Right. It like does. Half the year it's, yeah, right? Like, isn't it half, half the year specific, right? Yes. Right, half the year, it's two hours behind us, and half the year, it's only an hour behind us. Yes. Because they because they don't, they never change the clocks, right? Correct. That's what it is? Right. right. We fall uh, we uh, fall back and spring forward. Spring right. forward, yeah. Correct. See, yep. in the Albert Breer administration, though, we won't have any of this. We won't have any, so we won't have any ch- time changes. Every, everything will be the same for 12 months, right, In, under your administration? Everybody will be on my time. How about that? <laughs> That's it. That works. That works. You know what's great about Tom Brady? Not just the, the, the what we've seen from him as a football player, but just how relaxed he is to just be able to speak his mind on that Let's Go podcast and everywhere he goes. What, what do you think of Tom Brady, not just in retirement, but just the way he's open and I guess honest from his standpoint. I mean, I I think it's going to be interesting to see whether or not he winds up doing the television thing, um, you know, because obviously he's got the contract. I know some people aren't convinced that he'll actually go through with it and go into the booth and, and all that, you know. So, um, I, you know, I, I, like, I, think it's, I think it's good that we're starting to see the side of Tom Brady come out that I think, a lot of people have seen behind closed doors and away from television cameras and all that. Um, the question is whether or not like he can carry that onto the air and whether or not he might be compromised in different ways and whether or not the idea of doing it on television is worth it to him, you know, or would he rather go into team ownership, like be in a front office? Like, so, you know, I think that the, 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 the answers to those questions, honestly, hoodie, like, I don't think he has them yet. You know, like I don't, you know, I, I think one of the big reasons why he, you know, walked away from football, or why why it was so hard for him to walk away from football, he wasn't looking for a fairy tale ending or 
you know, like to get back at people. It was because he's addicted to competition, you know, and because, um, like, he doesn't know how he's going to fill that void in his life. So, to me, like, the bigger question is going to be whether or not television does that for him. And if he's on the fence about whether it does or not, whether or not it's worth him going and speaking his mind in a way that'll make him entertaining in television that might compromise some of the relationships that he has. Albert, let's talk about what some of the chatter is around Super Bowl week. The number one pick belongs to Chicago, but they're also right. three and fourteen. So what is the discussion out there? Could the Bears actually stay at one and take Jalen Carter, Will Anderson, whoever, or is it almost a fait accompli they're trading down? I didn't want to trade down. Um, you know, I think the part there, there's there's moving pieces to, to to these things always. You know, so like, how far are you going down? Are you going down to say four? Um, are you going down? Are, are you going down to say fifteen? You know, like that's a big difference in what sort of player you're going to get. Um, you know, do you want volume of picks? Do you want quality of picks? Like. There are all those questions that sort of remain unanswered. They, I, I can tell you, like, they're going to explore it, you know, and they're going to discuss it, and they're going to do all their homework on it, and I think they're really going to consider it. I think they want to trade down. Um, but wanting to trade down and getting something that you're truly happy with and okay with giving up on the idea of drafting a Jalen Carter or Will Anderson for is different than that, you know. And so um, – you know, you look at the different situations where this happened in the past, and we've seen teams do the short trade down. Uh, you know, the Chargers did it in 2004, the Eli Manning trade. If you guys remember that, uh, they went from one to four. We've seen the teams drop further back. Like Tennessee did that um, in 2016, went all the way down to 15, um, with the Rams coming up for Jared Goff. So uh, that, to me, is like the bigger question. How far are they willing to go down, and, 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 what, and is it volume of picks or quality of picks that they're looking for? Albert Breer with us from SI.com, a Monday morning quarterback on the Cap and J. Hood Morning Show on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. Um, with Brian Flores being hired as Vikings defensive coordinator, I guess as far as the lawsuit, the Vikings are not part of that. I mean, Flores gets the job, but well, what about – the other side of it, uh, him suing the league. I mean, I, I don't think that that's going to do anything to stop the lawsuit. Um, you know, now if he had become a head coach, maybe that would be different. Um, but I don't think it's going to affect the lawsuit. I think the lawsuit is going to go forward. Um, my guess, my guess hoodie would, and look, Steve Wilkes is a part of this too. And obviously, um, you know, there's the layer um, to his case now of, having turned the Panthers around and going six and six after the one and four start there mm-hmm. um, and not getting uh, the shot to be the full-time head coach that going to Frank Reich. So there's that layer to it. So I suspect that that, 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 that the lawsuit is going to move forward um, unaffected by, by Flores becoming the Vikings defensive coordinator. Whereas maybe if, you know, he came out of all of this as the Cardinals head coach. We'd be talking about something different. And he's a good hire, too. They need some help. Yeah, yeah no, no question. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, look, like the Vikings, I, I, like, I, I think Kevin O'Connell showed a lot of promise in his first year, but, I mean, there's no there's no question that defense was a mess by the end of the year. And so um, I think they, they, they're they bringing in the right guy for the job. Flores, uh, for the issues that he did have as a head coach in Miami, 
He's always been an excellent, excellent defensive coach. Okay, so Aaron Rodgers having fun at the golf tournament last week, the pro-am that he was part of the winning team. Hey, Aaron, you got any news for us? Yeah, I'm not going to San Fran. And then talked about Vegas and my decision and where I'm going to be and all of this. So what do you think happens to Aaron Rodgers? And I'm going to ask you to jump into the mind of a Bear fan because we asked this question. Would you rather get Rodgers out of the division or would you rather build your team the right way and beat his ass in a Green Bay uniform? I mean, <laughs> um, I would probably rather build a team the right way and get by him. He hasn't won a championship in 12 years, you know? And, and I mean, the Vikings showed last year that um, if you build the right sort of team, you can't, can get packed up by the Packers right now. Like, they're not impenetrable, like, the way they might have seemed in that division, you know, and over Matt LaFleur's first three years there. So, like, I, like I, I would say you want to go through them. Now, as for what happens with him, um, you know, we're going to have a pretty significant quarterback domino falling here. In the next two in the next two weeks, um, in fact, I, the deadline is a week from tomorrow uh, for the Raiders to make a decision on Derek Carr. Obviously, you know the trade hasn't happened yet. Um, Dave Ziegler, their general manager, talked with teams about trading Carr Senior Bowl last week. But one way or the other, you know, eight days from now we're we're going to get an answer on whether or not he's traded or cut. And so he's either going to be on another team or a free agent. So that'll be the first domino to fall. And I think Rodgers is the next domino. And which way that falls, we'll see. Um, but I'd expect the Jets to be in it. I'd expect the Raiders to be in it. I, you know, I think there will be at least a few other teams involved. Um, but I do sort of think that it's like the Brady market, you know, um, a couple years ago where people were surprised that the Brady market was somewhat limited. But the fact of the matter is you had to have a lot of things in place to pursue Brady. You had to have flexibility to add his contract. You had to have flexibility to add the people that he wanted to add um, to the roster. And you had to have a, a roster that was ready to win in the here and now and a willingness to go all in over a you know, two- or three-year period. And that really can narrow the, 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 the list of teams that would be interested. So, um, you know, I think, you know, the, the card domino falls and then, we're probably talking about a, 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 talking a lot about Rogers thereafter. Lastly, Albert, when does Roger Goodell speak? Wednesday. Okay, that should be interesting. I- interesting to hear from him, especially as you wrote about the idea of having some of these conference championship games in neutral sites. That'll be yeah. Is that something? I think that's something to get his thoughts on because me and Cap talked about it. If you if you put it in a different site, Cap. You still have all the hundred level, the, the people in the good seats. Those are corporate seats. The people up top, that will be the real fans. You'll have that sound like the Super Bowl, where it's like you only get the sound from up top, and all the corporate yeah. people they don't they they couldn't care less who wins. That's, that, and that's I was just at the Kansas City Bengals game, and it was an amazing environment. Don't take away the home field. I, I, I'm wondering about I, that, Albert. I, I honestly think like those, like I think the conference title game is probably the best environment the NFL has to offer like you know if we're talking about like just I mean we can compare stadium to stadium but if you're just talking about like from an event standpoint like the the the, the environment for for a game I think the conference title games are probably the best environment the NFL has and the Super Bowl is different you know but I think the Super Bowl is sort of unique to itself too and that there's this 
like grand field of the Super Bowl, and I don't think you can recreate that. So I think if you had them in like neutral sites, I understand from a revenue standpoint what you could do, like the fact that you can sell suites to sponsors, the fact that you don't have to, you know, you're not beholden to a team season ticket holders the same way you are in their home stadium, all that different stuff, the way that they can generate revenue. Um, I just don't think it's worth it. Like, I don't think it's worth it to, to tear down what you have and the environment that you have in those stadiums for conference championship games, which I think is outstanding. And, um, you know, I, the way I look at the way I look at it, it's like, so like this is the best example like I can give you. Like I would have gone to the college football. I would have gone to the national championship game if Ohio State had made it. Mm-hmm. I really didn't give much thought to going to the semifinal, and the reason why was because like I'm not going to take two trips in the middle like in the middle of a busy work time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like I'm just I just can't. And I think there are a lot of people that are like that. You know what I mean? That would look at it and be like, well, like. I don't really want to take two trips. Like the people with the financial wherewithal to do it, I don't want to take two trips. So I'll just go to the Super Bowl, you know. So I I think it's a bad idea all the way around. But you know, I also have learned over 18 seasons covering the NFL to never, ever, 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 ever underestimate the greed of the owners. Albert, as always, we appreciate it. Thanks for coming on with us from the Super Bowl. All right, thanks, guys. And I apologize for my time zone. Struggles. This is no problem, man. Eight, All good, man. Eight fourteen mile, by the way. It's eight fourteen. Yeah, and I hope you guys. I hope you guys didn't have to drop me there earlier. I almost slipped up. I caught myself, but I almost slipped up. We got you. Covered. We got you. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Albert Prayer with us. He joins us on the CarX Tire and Auto Hotline. Rattle, rattle, thunder, clatter, boom, boom, boom. Coming up next, we talk about the Chicago Bulls. And if he throws his headphones, then he'll complete the trifecta that I hit a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> Whoa! Came it coming in hot. Holy bleep! He actually had two of them. Yeah, that reminds me of Norm Van Leer. Uh, that was my partner who once said, eh, "You can uh, go blank yourself and eat the blank out of my blank." Now, as a producer, which one do you dump? <laughs> I was in there with him when he said, I know what you want to say. I'm like, Norm, be cool. Mm. F cool. <laughs> oh, God. I can't get them all. <laughs> Miss you, Norm. Now you're playing fit, you know, now you're playing the family feud. How many times you hit the plunger, right? How many times you hit the button? Can't get it all. Can't get it all, man. You get to play. Bulls GM, do you buy or sell? That's next on the Cap and J Hood Morning Show. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitter at ESPN1000. Cap and J Hood are back on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's Home for Sports. Hood. Weekday mornings at 7 here on Chicago's Home for Sports ESPN 1000. Cap, um, good game for the Bulls last night. And you say, well, they're supposed to beat the Spurs. Well, nothing's a given with this Bulls team. Uh, they beat the Spurs because they're supposed to beat a team they're supposed to beat. And they got it done yesterday. Yes, they beat them like a drum in the fourth quarter. I can't believe there was anyone out there foolish enough to live bet the Spurs when they got a lead. Uh, 
Here's Shay Norley. Shay? I bet it before they got the lead. <laughs> oh, yeah. Cap, I'm nuts thinking the Bulls might collapse in the second half. To yeah, that I, club, I, yes, you're nuts. Cap, we already saw the Bulls already lost Cody, the Spurs. Can you imagine the Bulls collapsing in the second half against a bad team? Boy, that hasn't happened this year. That's rare. You, he's they got you, but, he, but he's got you there. But he's they, got you there. I laid the nine and a half, so. That's fine, but I mean, have we not seen this against Orlando and Oklahoma City? Against the Spurs? Charlotte? I told you, I'm in Austin, Texas, and I'm just exhausted. Just like, okay, we finally made it here. I look at my phone. The Bulls play the Spurs an hour away. I ain't going. And the Bulls end up losing that game. I would have been, been more miserable. Tight ball game. October 28th or yeah, something like that. very early in the season. Brutal. I just did not see any scenario they were losing last night. So what happens now with this Bulls team? Is it, is it seashells and balloons and rainbows because they beat the Spurs because they have a three-game winning streak? Well, tough game tonight. You're in Memphis. It's a back-to-back. I think John Morant, Sterling, you could look, please, and see if John Morant is going to go tonight. I have hearing that he probably will. He's been banged up. He missed the game the other day at home. They lost at home to Toronto outright as a favorite. So uh, he's t- not listed in their expected lineup. And the and Memphis hmm. is an eight and a half point favorite. Memphis is going to whoop that ass tonight. Eight and a half without John Morant. Now he's going to play. It's the Bulls. I gotta think he's playing. He's, I keep hearing he is. It's the Bulls. He's gonna get healthy. Chase says the expected lineup does not have him in. Rotowire is Tyus Jones, Desmond Bain, Dylan Brooks, Jaron Jackson, Xavier Tillman. But he's also not listed on the injury report. Only Stephen Adams is there. Out. We're in on the air. I can't make a call because I would make a call to Memphis to find out. Right. Hey, <laughs> your guys playing tonight? I, I do have a couple of people I can Correct. talk to. Correct. But Cap, I guess now this week will tell a great story. About mm-hmm. Karnaschovas and Eversley. Mm-hmm. It's funny. We know the direction of each team in this town except the Bulls. Because they don't say anything. Very quiet. Shh. Don't say anything. Just ignore the Bulls in their 26 and 27 record. They've grossly underachieved. And this is a team in which you don't have its stars just sitting out tanking. Or sitting out. No, I'm not saying tanking. They just sit out because of load, pro- management. load management protocol. Have analysis. they really underachieved? Really? When you factor in no Lonzo Ball, have they really underachieved? Or is it a poorly constructed roster by a front office who does not have the temerity to ever come out and talk? I would call it underachievement based on those weird losses that they've had. You lose, I mean, it's the NBA. You can lose any night. Right. But Cap, against teams that are trying to tank, they're trying to lose. But you beat Boston twice. That's what's weird. That's the thing that's so strange about it. Beat Milwaukee. And again, it's the league. Things happen. Beat Philly, I believe. But like playing down to Detroit, teams like that, Charlotte just recently, unacceptable. Lost to the Knicks back to back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you just. So, Carter Chauvis has a big question. Agreed. Are you buying or are you selling? What do you do? You're not, you're right now, you're ninth in the East. So what are you doing at 26 and 27? If I'm running it, mm-hmm. I'm going to get some help, but I would have had more shooting here. Yes. Like, I'm calling Miami saying, look, you're going to be in the luxury tax next year. Max Struess is a luxury you can't afford because he's unrestricted. Mm-hmm. Trade him to me now. That gives me a shooter, and then go get me a point guard. Whoever that is. 
You know, the first con- part of the conversation will be Patrick Williams, right? He's not moving. Yeah, but I'm just, if, if I'm on the other side of the phone, there's two assets that I want. Alex Caruso and Patrick Williams. I'll trade you Kobe White. And then what? Are you going to throw him in with uh, Alex Caruso <laughs> and Patrick Williams? I am not no? trading Patrick Williams. So He's for sure. 21 years of age. Okay. You don't want another marketing situation. Correct. Mm-hmm. I am not trading. Cap, I'm just, I'm, I'm telling you what's going to, if you're going to make a deal, they're not trading Levine. No. As much as some Bulls fans would like to see that, they're not trading Levine and they're not trading DeRozan. And, I, and, and I, they're not trading Vooch. Probably not. So what, what other assets do you have? If you're going to try to improve this roster, what are you trading? Dale and Terry? Stop giving me Dude, the... was a first-round you know draft pick. You're the worst. You're the worst. Giving me the back of the roster. No shot. You know that's not what anyone wants. He's a first-round pick. He's, what, 19? I appreciate you trying to sell me this used car, but i like to have something new, sir. Thank you. That isn't a used car. That is a... Tra- upwardly mobile player that you would think. He just was drafted in the first freaking round. You're upwardly mobile. I'll give you Dalen Terry. I'll give you Kobe White. You want him off this team so bad. Who? Kobe White. I don't dislike him. He's fine. He's eh, he's yeah. whatever. You've, but you've never been a fan. No, since, I didn't like his, the draft. Since the draft. I did not like. like the pick before the draft. I remember Jordan Cornette going, that's the sleeper of the draft. Excuse me? I've got one of those already. His name's Ayo Desumu, who I prefer. Yes. They're, neither one's a point guard. Okay. They're combination guards. I don't need a whole room of them. I'm, I'm just telling you, based on NBA sources, that teams covet Alex Caruso. I've been telling you that this week. Okay. They want him on the team. Say, man, we're close. But if we just had someone that could just guard the perimeter. Okay, so what if I could get team leader? Max Struess, and I could get draft capital, a first-round pick. I'll give you Alex Grusso. Well, Pat Riley would tell you we're still in this thing. We're not giving away my our assets. That's well, what he, Pat Riley would tell you. I'm giving you Alex Caruso. Give me a draft pick and Max Struess back. I want a first-round pick and Max Struess. And then I'm locking Max Struess up. Yeah, Riley's not doing that. He's not going to be able to re-sign him probably this summer. Oh, I understand. I understand. So, in other words, if we can't make a deal, then this is what you're going to see with the Bulls. It's, it's maybe some backup guard, but this is what what you see is what you're going to get with the Bulls. That's not changing, Shay. Like this, because I have this feeling, Karnaschovas, nothing. You can't get anything out of there. It's an iron gate, Cap. You can't get any information out of there. I think they like their core, and that's I think that's the Bulls' motto. I think they're going to go with their core and then see what happens. What about Bones Highland? You want him? Who? <laughs> I mean, but isn't this like for me? If He's a twenty-two-year-old guard. If this is what you're getting, don't you just kind of go, yeah, sell and pray. Bones Highland's twenty-two years sell of age, and man. Pray we get a top-four pick. Just pray. That's not going to happen. That's no philosophy. That's what they're doing. Sell and pray. They, how many? What is the philosophy of adding Bones Highland to a dead team? He's a 22-year-old guard. If you believe, I'm not saying he is or isn't. I'm simply saying if you believe he can be an ascending player, he's 22 years of I age. I have another question about the NBA. Yeah, Hoody, how young is 22 in the year of our Lord 2023? <laughs> well, well, 
Luca stepped on the court at 19 was an MVP caliber player. Yes, if you're going from high school to or maybe that um, ignite for a year or something like that, and then come over. Bones Highland was drafted in the 21 draft as a first round pick. I'm not saying he's not, but cap first round picks are wrong a lot. It's part of the thing with like Patrick Williams. I think the conversation, yeah, maybe he does get good. He is only 21. 21 in this league. A lot of times with the young guys, you either kind of see it or you don't. Yeah, it's pretty rare in this NBA where you and see that's a guy how like you see Lowry Markin and playing in an All Star game in someone right, else's the, uniform. The problem with that was he wasn't good here. He he had run his course. Like Patrick Williams, the conversation shouldn't be how long is it going to take him to get good, and we need to be patient. It's you picked him way too high and screwed up a fourth pick. All right. So the question is to you, the Bulls fan: Hey, you know, buy or sell when it comes to this Bulls team? Three one two three three two three seven seven six. We're going to get your phone calls in. Also, still to come, Cap's got problems at home. And you know what? You and I disagree on this Bulls philosophy. So you know what? You take it. How about that? Since, since you and I cannot come to an accord on the Bulls, then you handle it. Got How it. That? How about that? You know what? I, I told you my thoughts. You told me your thoughts. And we disagree. So you know what? You do it. You do the show. Get out. Back after this. Here's today's headlines, headlines. with Captain Jay Hood. Bulls beat the Spurs 128-104 at the United Center last night. Andre Drummond had 21 and 15 in limited minutes. He was a beast. Tonight's Illinois basketball game against the Golden Gophers of Minnesota postponed due to a COVID outbreak within the Gopher program. Patrick Mahomes says his ankle is in a better position ahead of the Super Bowl. And Kyle Bush, NASCAR star, detained in Cancun after security found a handgun in his luggage. He does have a concealed carry permit. It's not legal in Mexico. He has been allowed to return to the United States. Captain Jay Hood are back. And you know this, man. Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. Jay Hood on ESPN 1000. I'm David Kaplan. Jay Moore's at the controls. Jay Norling is the executive producer. And Hoodie is my partner. 312-332-3776. We're letting you play Bulls GM. We got the trade deadline. is Thursday. Thursday. Do they have... The wherewithal financially from ownership, A. B, the cojones in the front office to make a bold acquisition. Are they going to push their chips in and go, all right, we're going to keep the big three together, so let's try and add on and give us the best possible chance of success with this roster? Or, as some want, are they going to blow the thing up and trade away big-name players? No shot. I don't see any scenario where that happens. Let's go to the phones. 312-332-3776. Eric is on the north side. Eric, welcome to the show. What's going on? Sup, man? Um, Dr. Love on Dr. Love on Twitter, my man. I I know you from like Notre Dame and all that good stuff, old school stuff like when you used to scout. Uh Cody, how you doing, man? Um real quick on I'm Strauss. good. Mm-hmm. On, on Strauss, I mean, if you you know he went the two to Lewis, right? Like he's Max Strauss, like 
Strews? He went D2 to Lewis. And then he yeah. went to DePaul. Then he went to DePaul. Exactly. Correct. So I used to play with his, his younger brother. He's a good asset. Don't get me wrong. Okay? I, I'm with you. I'm, I'm walking my dog right now. I heard it. There's no way he's like one of those game-changing, athletic. Cap, you see him play. He, you, 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 you recruited. You, you scouted. I mean, he, there's, a, there's a reason he went to Lewis for a reason. That's all I'm saying. I, I, I used to watch him play at Lewis. Then he went to Paul and played pretty well. But he, I mean, they're not going to go up a first-round pick. All the wicked you said, what did you say, Dylan Terry or whatever you said. But oh, well, my, I, thing I, is, it, okay. my, my thing is, is you, you, as a scout, as a scout, I know people come from where they come from. But coming from Lewis to change the, change the name of the game, Cap, come on, man. You're better than that. You know, you know that, Eric. You know that. I am, and thank you for the call, Eric. I'm not telling you Max Struess is Michael Jordan. I'm trying to have a realistic player you could go out and get, whether that's this summer in free agency or right now at the trade deadline, somebody that can make jump shots. Duncan Robinson, he started in a Division three school, and then he transferred to Michigan. Duncan Robinson's not Michael Jordan either, but guess what? You leave him open, it's probably going in. They've got Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson and Jimmy Butler and Max Struess. Go to the Bucks. These are the teams we're going to have to beat in the playoffs. They got Grayson Allen and Pat Connaughton and Drew Holiday. They got shooters all around the place. Who do we have? Name me a shooter, a lockdown shooter, other than Zach, who is a ball-dominant guard. And yes, he's an excellent basketball player, a great talent. We don't have firepower off the bench that makes three-point shots, that stretches the floor, that opens things up inside. We don't. What is the identity of the Chicago Bulls? They don't have one. They're not a great defensive team. When they get touches in the paint, they're a decent basketball team. I want some shooting. Who can I get? That They're not going out and getting Kevin Durant to come from Brooklyn here. Because if they are, I sure don't see what they're giving up to get them. So I'm trying to be realistic in what you can acquire. And then I need a point guard because Lonzo Ball is not walking in that door. Just a fact. Uh, let's go to Peter in Arlington Heights. Peter, what's up, man? Hey, long-time listener, first-time caller. Love Appreciate you, you. Yeah, I was just saying, with with everything you guys have already said, like we beat the teams that we should be competing against. And then we lose to teams that we should be clobbering. Uh, I think we need to add. I think you, you, you keep a guy like Io, you get rid of Kobe White, you get rid of either Patrick Williams or Vooch. You got to keep one, right? We need some big, but man, shooting, I don't know who's out there. Like, what do you got? Like, can we get a Tyler Hero or something like that? Like, I don't know. But, yeah, Dude, I, you add you add to this roster, and and you go and there's no reason we shouldn't be in the playoffs with this roster. Come on, on paper we're ridiculous. Okay, I I'll take you through who's in the East, and thank you for the call, Peter. Appreciate it. If you look at the NBA standings, you tell me honestly who the bear uh, the Bears the Bulls are better than. Tell me who they're better than. I'm looking at the standings right now. In the East, Boston, stop yourself. The 
Bucks, no chance. The Sixers, no chance. They're not as good as Cleveland. Uh, Brooklyn, that they're going to fall because obviously Kyrie's not any, uh, not there. Are they as good as Miami? They haven't played to that level. Chicago Bulls are twenty six and twenty seven. They are for sure no better, no better than the sixth team in the East. And they haven't played at that level to make you feel confident they can succeed at that level. So if I can go get a point guard and add a shooter, take a shot. See what happens. Because they are not going to tear this thing apart. They're just not. 312-332-3776. It's Cap J. Hood Show on ESPN 1000. You get to play Bulls GM. Are you buying or are you selling on Thursday? You got two days left. Two days. And I guarantee you there are other teams out there. Phoenix tried to acquire Kyrie Irving. Some of those teams that think they can make a run. And Phoenix is 29 and 26. And they've had Devin Booker out for quite a while. He's expected back sooner rather than later. If Phoenix is trying to go get Kevin Durant, I'm sure they're making calls on other available players. That might be a dark horse team that people might want to have a ticket on. Who's the best team out West? Is the West that invincible? Denver, Memphis, Bulls are there tonight. Sacramento, the Clippers, Dallas, the Phoenix Suns, Golden State. It's it's fairly wide open this year. There isn't one team where you go, oh my God, they're unbeatable. That's my point. 312-332-3776. Jason's in Joliet. Jason, good morning, Sparky. What's up? Man, we need to dump Zach Levine. I think he has just shown that since he signed that max contract that uh, he doesn't want to work hard. He t- has poor shot selection. He's he's not shooting very well if you look at his field goal percentage. And he's on the downward trend since a couple of years ago. Okay, now I'm not telling you Zach Levine is the greatest player in the NBA. His work ethic is outstanding. You say he doesn't work hard. What, for what reason do you believe that? Oh, I'm not saying he doesn't work you hard. You just said I that. Think, well, no, I'm saying he he doesn't look like he is putting forth the effort to win the game. That he wants to take control, lead the team, and come out with a victory. He is just kind of lollygagging around sometimes, not playing very good defense. Um, and doesn't put the team on his shoulders to win the game. Okay, and I appreciate your call. Zach Levine is averaging almost 24 points a game. He is averaging over four assists a game, almost five rebounds a game, 4.8. He is shooting 46.4% from the floor with very tough shot selection, and I have been highly critical of his basketball IQ at times. He's also shooting almost 38% from three-point range, which is pretty solid. Zach is a very, very, very talented basketball player. I question his decision-making. Some of that is because the ball is in his hands so much that he makes poor decisions as a passer. I want to see Zach as a wing guard allowed to attack the rim, shoot the three, the catch-and-shoot guy 
who I think is his strength, and then have a point guard that organizes the offense. When was this team playing its best basketball? That would be last December prior to the Lonzo Ball injury. Lonzo Ball, very good shooter. Excellent floor leader, solid defender, blew up screens at the elbow that made things really tough on the opposition. They don't have that guy, and they didn't have that guy coming in. They knew that, and they went and got nobody else, whether that's because ownership won't spend in the tax or the front office was incompetent and didn't think they needed one. One of the two is true, and I believe it's they don't want to spend. That's my personal opinion. Uh, I've got a bone to pick with my wife. Would love your feedback. We'll play it for you next. If you miss something, get the podcast on the ESPN Chicago app. Cap and Jay Hood are back on Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN Chicago. Rolling on on Cap J. Hood on ESPN 1000. So, I'm sure many of you out there have the same issue. Amazon basically lives at my house. Every day I come home cleaning supplies or stuff from Amazon. Every day. So yesterday I got home... A little later than I normally do. It was like 3 o'clock, 3.30. Nothing on the porch. Zippo. You saw this, right, Jay? Jay Moore? Oh, yeah. So I put out a tweet. And should I celebrate tonight? That's what I said. Is a celebration in order at our house tonight? Today is the first day I can remember that there is not one delivery from Amazon at our front door. With an emoji of a champagne bottle. My hands up and laughing. Hashtag, take that Mindy. That's my wife. So she comes in and it's, I'm getting dinner ready. I'm cooking dinner. And I hear the little um, Amazon Alexa. There is motion at the front door. I'm like, oh God, here she comes. She's got two packages from Amazon. St. Patrick's Day decorations because she changes the house from Thanksgiving, first of all, Halloween to Thanksgiving to Christmas to like a winter theme to, to Valentine's Day to St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, like you get Valentine's Day decor around the house. Oh, absolutely. We do. Isn't that just the flowers that you buy for? What do you mean valid? Like, like what? Like on oh, our, I'm lost like on we this. have, I like, stay on this one. Like we have a big island in the kitchen, and she has a runner. You know what a runner is? Yeah, a runner across the island, and so it's orange and black at thanks at uh, Halloween. Then it's more of that fallish look for Thanksgiving, and then it's a Christmassy one. And then it's right now the one that's there is red for Valentine's Day. See, I get it all. The Thanksgiving I get, Christmas I get, like Halloween I get, Valentine's Day house Not, decor. I'm out. I no don't get shot. it. No shot for me. 
So we have that. Respectfully to Mindy, I, that, I'm lost. I love that she has this pride in oh, that's the house and all of that. And then she got yesterday, it came after I had already put out this ill-advised tweet. And then it was, oh, the St. Patrick's Day. She's not Irish, nor am I. But we're going to have green everywhere. Green runner, green this, green that. Okay. So I was giving her a hard time. Oh, more Amazon packages, huh? Well, here's the video that got put out. So I celebrated there were no Amazon packages. Somebody just got something at the door. Yep, St. Patrick's Day decorations, yay. But the bigger celebration is no Nike shoes delivered today for David. Now that's something to celebrate. That's a daily thing. Wow. Should have been a take that from her. Right, she missed on the take that. She missed on the take that. That. (laughs) A lot of people don't know you're a sneakerhead, man. I'm a sneakerhead. One thing about Mindy that I've learned in in my short time knowing you, David Kaplan, she will bust your balls. Oh, man. And she, she does not miss. She does not. She absolutely does not miss a trick. Like, if I do something, like, I don't feel like I have to call attention to it, but there are times, like, I'll make dinner, I'll clean up dinner, and then she'll be like, did you make the coffee for tomorrow? And my response will be, um, I went to the grocery store, I cooked the dinner, I cleaned up said dinner, we helping out here today at all, or are we just shopping on our computer? I'll bet that goes over well. And she'll have a response. Oh, so the, the nine other times I cooked dinner in the last two weeks, those don't count. That's what she'll say. Anyway, here is the Cap and Jay Hood Chicago Cut Steakhouse Classic Cut of the Day. Yo. Yes, it's boring, but it's a sport. Oh! Whatever. Cut it. It's not boring. Okay, then you're boring. All right, cut! Boring where I may or may not have double scheduled myself without knowing it. Oh! Because... Yeah, well, so like, here's the problem, right? Like, so, and I'm I'm sitting on the set of like Dan Patrick's show, and my phone's buzzing in my pocket, and I'm like, holy sh! Did I fuck up? Did I mess up the time Ooh, zone? Watch it now. And, <laughs> yeah, did I mess up the time zone? Wow, that was Albert Breer. Thank God, it's Hoodie tough, was. Man. I don't have a dump button where I'm at. Yo, actually, I now do. Hoodie was on in control though, and bam, he got it. That's brought to you by Chicago Cut Steakhouse. Uh, for cold beer and their delicious dry-aged 10-ounce USDA Prime dry-aged hand-packed burger, that is a perfect way to end your late afternoon. Trust me, their burgers are amazing. I will see you guys in the morning. Let's do this again at 7. You've got Greeny coming up. Then you've got Carmen Yurk, Waddle Sylvie, Black Abdallah. As we'll be talking all things sports and more on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN 1000. You guys have a wonderful day. We appreciate you greatly. Take that. From Chicago.